Business financial scams are on the rise. The government extends company safeguards again and a reminder to regularly check your credit score. All of this in the latest Business Finance Bulletin. open this week's business finance bulletin by taking a look at the topic of financial scams. Barclays Bank has issued a new report which has highlighted that in January and February they've seen an increase of 31% in the number of scams reported to them. That is compared to the same period in 2020. Which sector is affected most? Well it's property and construction taking a 24% share of the overall number of scams. And what's the most popular scam? Well, it's impersonation fraud. This is where somebody contacts you and purports to be a person in a position of authority, asking you to disclose details, but even worse, sending money on. And that's about 44% of scams are down to this impersonation fraud. So what can you do to protect yourself? Well, Barclays has come up with a number of tips to make sure you don't fall foul of the fraudsters. Uh, tip number one, never disclose your details particularly all your date of birth, your address, and in particular, your PIN number. Uh, lenders and other bodies will never ask for your PIN number. So if somebody does, that should be a red flag. Next up, if you're dealing with a new supplier for the very first time because they contacted you with a deal of a lifetime at a price which even you think is too good to be true, but it probably isn't. So for your first time with a supplier, do as much due diligence as you can. Thirdly, sticking with suppliers, what if a supplier contacts you and said, all outstanding invoices um, with you, can you please pay them into this new bank account? Well, this is an interception fraud where these fraudsters have got hold of the supplier's email. They send one supposedly from the supplier, giving you the new bank account details to pay the invoices. And of course, the money is going to the fraudsters account. Watch out for that one. Next up, number four, the unsolicited text. This is where you get a text from someone asking you to click on the link to update your details or confirm a transaction. One that's doing the rounds at the moment is the Royal Mail. Don't know if you received one, certainly one member of my family did last week, saying that a parcel is due for delivery and there's underpaid postage of £1.99 or £2.99. You click on the link, go there, and it's a very, very realistic looking Royal Mail site, but it's not, it's a total scam. So watch out for that one. And the last one is the email from your boss asking you to transfer money to a certain person. Again, you've got to make sure, is it really your boss who is emailing them or have the fraudsters got access and asking you to send money to their bank account? Pick up the phone to your boss and ask him, did you really send this email? So there we are, a couple of tips there of how you can make sure that the money stays in your bank account and not going to the fraudsters bank account. It's great to see that the government continues to recognise that there are many businesses out there who are still in need of support. Various government schemes have been extended, which has provided a lifeline for many businesses. Well, it's good to see that it's recognised that there may be some businesses in continuing financial trouble who need some protection. Now, going back to the beginning of this pandemic in March, April, May uh, last year, the government extended a number of support measures to protect businesses. And these measures were extended a number of times 
during 2020 and early 2021. And the latest batch, which I'll go through in a minute as to what these measures were, were due to expire on the 30th of April. But the government has now legislated that that protection is going to be extended to the 30th of June. So what are these measures? Well, first of all, statutory demands and winding up petitions. There continues now to be a moratorium on a business's ability to serve statutory demands or winding up petitions on businesses that owe them money. Good in one sense, but as I've been mentioning in previous bulletins, one thing this is doing is keeping down the number of insolvencies because creditors don't have that ability now to chase up uh, very hard in terms of being able to issue a statutory demand and a winding up petition. So that's extended now to the 30th of June. Another one that has been extended is the definition of wrongful trading. Now, if you've got an insolvent balance sheet and you knowingly enter into financial commitments that you can't fulfill, then you could be accused of wrongful trading. That have been suspended. So it means that finance directors and company directors can comfortably make decisions knowing that they have some protection. That's now been extended um, also until the 30th of June. However, it does not absolve you from fraudulent activities. It's only giving you protection that if you've got an insolvent business and you're doing the right thing at the right time, then you will have protection. So good to see a couple of these measures and there are other ones as well, which have been extended to the end of June. Really good to see that the government recognises that we are far away from getting out of this problem. When it comes to raising finance, one of the questions we ask everybody, whether they're sole traders or limited company directors, is what is the state of your personal credit file? Now, quite often we get a quizzical look back and limited company directors in particular will ask, well, what's my personal financial circumstances got to do with you wanting to raise finance? They're separate. Well, unfortunately, no, they're not. Lenders are very interested in how your personal financial circumstances look. And all of that is revealed in a credit report. Well, a new report has come out from Experian, the credit reference agency, and they found that 46% of people, both individuals and business owners, have never looked at their credit file or know their credit score. It's vital when it comes to raising finance under businesses that you do know what your credit file looks like. Lenders don't want to see that you've got defaulted and missed payments. They don't want to see county court judgments there. Why? Well, if you're in personal financial stress, the first place you're going to call upon for money is, of course, your business. And so indirectly, if you're personally under financial stress, you're going to pull money out of that company and do what you can to keep on top of things. Therefore, you could jeopardize the lender getting their money under the loans or the overdrafts that you've arranged. So please, please, please do check your credit file before you ever go looking for finance. If there's something on there you're not sure of, make sure you query it. And if necessary, put it right. It's going to increase your chances of getting that elusive yes from your lender. Well, that's it for another bulletin. As ever, I hope you enjoyed watching. And if you did, please don't forget to give it a like, a share and subscribe to this channel. So that's it. Look forward to being with you next time. In the meantime, have a great, successful, profitable and safe day.